And the outdoors is such a big part of my lifestyle and and kind of the things that I, I really value. And so I wanted to share that lifestyle and give people resources to experience nature themselves. But also there are a lot of people who have said to me like, I love to hike, but, and I would love to go backpacking, but it, it just seems like so overwhelming, like such a huge um, gap to bridge. Hi guys, welcome back to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger. We are destigmatizing wellness on this podcast, sharing tips and tricks from entrepreneurs who have done it themselves, meaning turn their passion into their full-time gig. And today on the episode is Amanda Christian. We are talking about her life journey from summers biking across the US, walking the Camino de Santiago in Spain, learning how to hike and backpack, and she moved out to Utah from the East Coast. She shares her journey of how she became a full-time video blogger. Amanda Christian and I actually went to the same elementary and middle schools and then actually went to the same college too, believe it or not. Her brother recently reached out to me and said, you have to check out my sister. She's doing awesome things. You are definitely going to vibe with her. I scrolled her feed and was like, yep, I need to know more about Amanda Christian and what Amanda Outside is doing. Her site, her YouTube channel, which you have to listen to and subscribe to, is jam-packed with tips and tricks for how to navigate the wilderness, how to pack for a backpacking trip, what do you actually need, how to plan your food for a long weekend away, or even a night camping. She explains how you can backpack on a budget. Her site has also so many yoga flows and meditations that are filmed in the most beautiful settings ever, and you can expect weekly videos and content from Amanda. So make sure you check out Amanda outside and subscribe to her YouTube page. I know for me, this was really important because when I moved out to Colorado, I had never really been camping before, let alone backpacking. I didn't know what to pack. I didn't know if I had the right gear. I felt really intimidated and overwhelmed, and her site is there to help empower you and explain that you can get out in the backcountry and make it happen and enjoy gorgeous meals, beautiful views, and all have the best freaking time. So before we get to the actual interview, I wanted to share a recent ratings and review. Guys, head over to iTunes if you can, log in, check out the podcast, and leave me a rating if you enjoy the podcast and a little clip, and I'll get to read it on the show. Why are these important? You probably hear every podcaster, every restaurant, everyone in the world asking for reviews. It is so important. It helps the algorithm show your show or your restaurant or your blog or whatever to other people. And it lets the person who's creating the content know that you are listening and that you like it. That's the biggest compliment ever. Just taking the time to do that is so helpful. So anyway, this review is from Bell Pepper 22 it says, pure health knowledge. Thanks for the five stars, by the way. It says, in an industry filled with misconceptions and confusion, Natalie shines a clear light on the facts and does, does so in a way that is enjoyable to listen to. There are actionable takeaways and nuggets of wisdom in every episode. 
awesome. Hey, bell pepper. First of all, I love bell peppers. Thanks for leaving the review. That means so much to me. It lets me know that you are a fan of the show and I love to read these because it just makes me feel really good that I'm doing this and it's helping other people. It really helps me because I am so curious in life and want to pick the brains of all these inspired people anyway. So to get to broadcast it and put it out into the world and hopefully impact you and your day on your commute or wherever you listen to podcasts, exciting. I'm rambling, so let's get to the show, but oh yeah, CBD. I know, such a buzzword, right? But awesome product. And I am partnering with an awesome company who's producing the CBD. Hedery.com is where you can go, and you can enter code NAT15, N-A-T-15, for 15% off your order on this new CBD product or their daytime CBD product. I use both. I use a sleep tincture. It has a little bit of melatonin in it as long as CBD before bed if I'm feeling like I need a little extra help winding down or if I'm feeling extra stressed. And I use the daytime tincture in the morning if I just feel like, you know when you like wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're a little nervous about the day to come? It's an awesome way to support your body that way. So hedery.com, H-E-A-D-E-R-Y.com is how you can support me. And there's also a link in my show notes if you want to give a donation. I would be so grateful. I hate that I have to like do this, but I also love it because I'm able to work with awesome companies like Hedery. And at the same time, if you feel like this is bringing value to you, it will help me be able to keep it going, keep it funded. So thanks so much for being a listener today. And I appreciate you so, so much. And without any further ado, Let's get to know Amanda outside, shall we? Hey guys, welcome back to Not Another Wellness Podcast. Today on the episode is Amanda Christian from Amanda Outside, and it's so nice to chat with you, Amanda. I can't wait to hear more about your life since I knew you back in the day, uh, like at what, elementary school or something. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really, really excited to be here and yeah, just reconnect with you. It's just so crazy. We both grew up in the same place and yeah, it's awesome to connect in this way. Yeah, and we both ended up west, um, and I can't wait to hear that how you got out here. You're in Utah, I'm in Colorado, but um, first question before we get into all the good stuff is what lights you up in this world? So I think by the name of everything that I do, it's made outside, so of course nature is a big thing for me, a big theme in my life, um, both exploring nature and actually watching nature really light me up and then anything creative. So I've always been kind of a creative person. And so that I think has also led me into what I'm currently doing. And so creating things is another thing that really kind of lights me up. And then that's why I started making videos. Um, and why I love making videos so much is because I can share both my love of nature and also create um, hopefully inspiring and infor- informational videos. Awesome. So who is Amanda Christian? Like, where do you come from? Obviously, I know this, but share with everybody <laughs> a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I grew up in Connecticut. And I remember I did play a lot outside as a kid, like we had a, a yard and I was just always outside. This was before social media. <laughs> and 
um, cell phones. And so I feel kind of grateful that I grew up in that time where I did just play outside a lot. Um, and I think I kind of just had, yeah, like a normal childhood. And I think the thing that was really, um, turning for me, like a turning point was when I was 19, the summer I turned 19, I actually rode a bicycle across the United States. And um, I was in college at the time. And I did this over the summer with an organization called Bike and Build. And that was the first time that I had really seen the American West. So we rode our bikes through Colorado, through Arizona, and um, eventually into California. And I just, it just opened up my world really to like the mountains and, and kind of being outside on a daily basis and riding my bike. It was kind of like this surreal (laughs) summer where the only care I had in the world was really just sitting on a bike all day and and contemplating like my life and what I was going to do. And, Mm -hmm. um, it just was, I think a really important part of my story because, when I went back to the East Coast where I was going to college, um, I kind of had known at that point that I wanted to eventually move out West. And I was studying uh, chemistry and engineering in college. I've always loved science and math, and it was just sort of a natural thing for me. And so I kind of just went through school. When I graduated college, I decided I was going to travel And since I had kind of the biking experience of this sort of like, I don't know, just doing something that scared me and it turned out okay. So I felt like I had a lot more courage to do the Camino de Santiago in Spain. And so that was like another big point in my 20s where I just did it on a whim. And so the Camino de Santiago is actually um, a hike across Spain but I bought a one-way flight to Spain by myself and um, just without really a whole lot of prep, I backpacked. We actually started in France and then I went up and over the Pyrenees mountains that first day and then hiked across Spain. And then that kind of solidified the backpacking thing for me. So when I got back from that trip, I had graduated college and I basically moved out to California pretty much right after that. Um, So then I was in California, had chemistry degree, engineering degree, still didn't really know what I was doing with that, but I knew that I wanted to be outside. And so I was living in um, South Lake Tahoe. I just kind of floated around. I did a lot of odds and end jobs and eventually traveled, got my yoga teacher training, was teaching yoga and just really enjoying life. And when I was living in California, that's when I started hiking a lot. I started mountain biking a ton and I started backpacking in the wilderness for the first time. And, um, that was tough to like bridge that gap between hiking and backpacking because yes, I'd like hiked a lot in Spain and stuff, but I hadn't done backpacking in the woods. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a lot of friends that were doing that sort of thing. And so I kind of just knew I wanted to do it, but had to figure it out as I went. And it was, you know, just kind of one of those things that was calling me and I didn't have like a clear guide on how to do it. And so I just kind of did it 
And then from there, I moved to Utah, where I've been for about six years, doing the whole hiking, backpacking stuff. Um, so yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. And wait, it's like it, it sounds like you've always been an adventure, a curious person, like just loving little challenge, like giving yourself little challenges and pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, which now makes sense. I've kind of always been like, I, I, the theme of my twenties, I I could almost say was like, just feel the fear and do it anyway. That was actually the title of a book I read when I was in my young twenties. And, um, I just, I was very fearless, um, as a kid. And then throughout that time. And I do remember like, so vividly I had applied to be to go on bike and build and I got the letter that I was accepted into it and I was sitting on my bed in my bedroom in my parents house and I remember being like oh my god I like I'm I'm gonna actually do this <laughs> like what did I sign up like, for no <laughs> only reason I said like the only reason I wouldn't do this is because I'm really scared to do this like I remember saying that to myself because I had never ridden a road bike, mind you. Like, I did not know how to use the clipping pedals or, like, any, like I really did not know what I was getting into. Wow. I didn't even own a road bike. So it was, like, a huge thing. But I think it was so, like, good for me because I did it and I loved it. And then I felt, like, kind of fearless for other things because I was like, well, if I could do that, like, what else can I do? Sure. Um, and I think I was also sort of like after an experience like that, it's actually, it was kind of hard to reintegrate into my normal sort of like life in a way, because I had just seen so much and, and kind of knew the direction I wanted to go. So then when I, when it came to doing the Camino in Spain that I did that right after I graduated college and I, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do for work and kind of what I wanted to do with my degree. And so it seemed like a kind of crazy, but awesome thing to just do at that time. Um, sure. but again, really didn't know what, what <laughs> I was getting into, had no plan and just sort of figured it out as I went. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at your website and it says like explore with confidence. Why did you start Amanda outside? To kind of put it in context, I've started on YouTube in 2012, um, which is kind of nuts in a different, I was had a different channel name and I was kind of in a different space. I was actually doing a lot more of like the mental side of yoga, like yoga off the mat. Um, and that kind of thing, cause I, I'm a yoga teacher and I, and I was just kind of into that a lot at the time. And so that's actually why I started blogging and why I started on YouTube. And through a lot of the experiences that I just shared, like my interests and passions and, and things kind of shifted. And so I gave myself that freedom to kind of change with myself, like change YouTube and change my website and kind of grow as I grew, which I think is, is really important as you're sort of figuring things out and figuring out what it is that you're really passionate about and, and what you want to do. And so that was kind of, so the Amanda outside thing really started where I kind of changed my focus a little bit and I kind of landed in what I've been doing. Um, and the reason that I started it is one, you know, the outdoors is such a big part of my lifestyle and, and kind of the things that I, I really value. And so I wanted to share 
that lifestyle and give people resources to experience nature themselves. But also there are a lot of people who have said to me, like, I love to hike, but, and I would love to go backpacking, but it it just seems like so overwhelming, like such a huge um, gap to bridge. And I get it. Like I was in that place where when I was in California, I was hiking a ton. I knew I wanted to go backpacking, but I didn't have friends who were into it. I didn't really have the gear or like know really much how to um, sleep overnight in the backcountry. And so um, I remember and I understand what it's like to kind of have that longing, but feel like you just need a little bit more help and some resources. And even like we were talking about before, like when you went backpacking for the first time, it's, it's definitely like, there's a lot to learn and it can be kind of <laughs> scary because you're outside at night. Um, yeah. and so that kind of drives me a lot too, is just really helping those people who want to do it to make it easier and more accessible for them. I love it. Do you remember why like that, that medium spoke to you or like, Yeah, that's, that's something that I actually really love to talk about because I, so I was kind of interested in blogging in 2012 when that was just becoming like a thing to do. And I remember trying to, to write and stuff. And I like to write, I love to read. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm great at it. And I found that I would try and write out blogs and it just sounded and like felt kind of stiff and hard for me to do. Like it was hard. And just didn't come out like the way that I, I wanted it to. So I, I think that's why I started video, video because it was easier for me to just sit down and sort of like communicate via video where I could accentuate and like my voice and just communicate in a way that was just more authentic, I guess, than kind of writing it out where it felt more edited and stiff. Sure. Um, Bring your personality me. to life. What? A little more, and it sounds like it, that's a more natural way for you to bring your personality through. Is it just yeah, spoken? Yeah. yeah, it was just more natural and and fun, and that's not at all to say that I was good at it um, or that it was like easy necessarily. It just felt more, just yeah, authentic, I guess. And I felt like the result was something that um, people could relate to, and I felt like I loved the idea of someone being able to actually see and hear me and connect with me like that um, as opposed to reading the text that I was trying to write in the blogs that weren't coming out good. (laughs) Sure. I can totally relate to that. I started a blog first and was like, I I don't think I'm a blogger. I don't know. Is it this hard? Like, I don't know how to write this and it's not coming through. And so podcasting to me made sense because I felt like I could just be more myself and like I can completely understand what you're saying with that yeah and it's I like podcasting wasn't really a thing back then so like I wonder if it was now like if I would end up doing a podcast I don't know but now I I I love video like for so many reasons so I'm it's just been kind of something I've been consistent with I think once I got a taste of just that fun sort of like oh I could take this and make it into this and thinking through ways that people could be entertained and also like actually think of my channel first and foremost as an educational channel but I try and make it fun as well and so that's all like in the editing and and I kind of chose to focus on getting really good at that like I didn't start off good at it at all and that's something that I love to talk about too is like when you're 
doing these things, like you're not going to be good at them at first. And I think we see now with like social media and people posting a lot of stuff. Like there are people that are really good at editing YouTube videos, at making podcasts, at photography, all this stuff. And when you start out, you see all that and it's hard to show up and not be good at it because you see so many people around you who already are. But I think that's like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is like, there's so much power in just showing up and getting better a little bit at a time. Like just keep showing up. And it's, it's really important not to compare yourself to people who have been doing something for a long time. Like you just can't right. expect to start something new and be an expert at it right away. Yeah. And, and that's like why I love editing. There's so much for me to still learn. Like I'm sure in a year from now, I will look at the video I posted this week and be like, wow, I can't believe it. I thought that was good. <laughs> but like, you know, you just keep going and it's so, and I'm, I'll tell you like, that is so satisfying. Like deep inner satisfaction when I can look back and be like, wow, I showed up for this week after week after week. I slowly, slowly got better. And that's like, yeah, there's like something that is really valuable. Um, and yeah, it's important. It is so important. And yeah, we were, we were talking about this a little before we pressed record and it's such an important message because I think the fear of comparing, yeah, the comparing yourself to people that have done it for a while who have evolved with their product, if you will, um, is intimidating, but we are incredible humans in the sense that we can learn and adapt and grow. And like you said, your platform has grown with you and it's grown with your personal life, your professional life, like your skills in terms of video and outdoor understanding of, you know, what you're trying to do. You're, you're getting more specific and like how you want to educate people. And it's, it's amazing that we get to do this and get to take a shot at it in our own flavor, in our own way. Yeah. And like, I didn't go to school for like editing or any of this kind of stuff. So it's really like, just if you put your mind to it and really like consistency, I think is so key. Like you just have to, yeah, I keep saying it, but like show up consistently because so many people don't. Mm -hmm. And so if you just do that, I think you're really going to eventually be ahead of the game. Like by just being consistent. Totally. That's a really good message. I was browsing through your Instagram this morning and I love like the little themes, the things that you think to cover and make vlogs about because like, like I've been wanting to get every, just stop using plastic bags, especially for outdoor adventures, just in general. And I was just like, I don't know, should I spend the money on like a stasher bag? Do I get like the fabric ones and stuff? And like you thought to do a post on that or a video on it. And I was like, that is so smart. Cause like, that is something I want, I would Google and look to find and just hear what someone else who, um, obviously adventures outside a lot has to say about like ways to be sustainable while you hike. For example. Yeah. I had the idea for that video for so long before I filmed it. And I just, it just came out of like, I didn't actually see anything else like that out there. So that was kind of, um, how I knew that I really did want to make a video on this because it was something that I had searched for a lot. And in the video I talk about like, and I show you how many reusable bags that I actually own. And I've tried so many different brands and I too was trying to find 
a really good option specifically for backpacking, hiking, and camping, where, you know, maybe when you're backpacking, you're really concerned about your weight and Mm. uh, like the bags being lightweight and being able to compress and fit in your food bin and all that kind of stuff. So there's a little like extra things to think about. And so, yeah, I, I did a review video just on the best ones that I thought for like hiking, camping and yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, that was actually a really popular video. People really like. <laughs> yeah, that. and I also love how much you talk about like food and preparing your own meals and like making your own trail mix and like how to like do this and be outside in a way that still incorporates like things you love and food you love and and like being smart about it and just because like I know from my backpacking trip it was such an ordeal to plan. Like, I was like, what are we going to eat? Like, I was so worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so like next week, I'm actually uploading a video all about how to plan out your food for back. <laughs> um, but the food thing I love, um, I've always been really interested in like food and nutrition and stuff like that. Uh, but like never wanted to do any like food blogging stuff. Like I just never felt interested in that. And then now I've sort of seen a way to incorporate all of that like into the outdoor stuff. And once you start backpacking a lot, um, it it becomes a lot more uh, comfortable in the sense that like you have all the gear, you know how to pack it up. And so now I've started to play around a lot more with like getting creative with the food that I bring. And I love to cook and bake. I have always loved that ever since I was a kid. And, um, So I got a dehydrator this past year and have really started to take my backpacking food to the next level. Wow. Making a lot of my own stuff. And so that's going to be like a big resource that I build out um, with Amanda outside in the coming months. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just again, it's like another creative thing. And it's just, it's so surreal that I get to try all these things and make fun videos and share it with people. Uh, It's just it's so awesome. And it, there's such, like, it's so, we're so grateful that you were doing it, you know? Like, <laughs> I just feel like there's so many unknowns. Like, I just moved to Colorado, and one of the hardest things about moving here, coming from the East Coast, and not having a really outdoor-centric lifestyle beyond, like, going to the beach, I guess, um, it's just, like, the gear and, like, the things you need and to survive while you're sleeping in the middle of nowhere, like the beer, the bear spray and the bear canister and like <laughs> not having your trash on you. Like there was such a learning curve for me. And luckily I had like, my boyfriend is here and obviously has done this for many years. And so he knows what not to do from experience, which I didn't have. So it was so overwhelming. And I remember just being like, Oh my gosh, I'll like, how do I fit into this? But you have to start small and, you know, I think that's like one of the messages you preach. Like you don't need to have like the flashiest fancy things to go outside and have an experience in nature. In fact, like here's all you really need to survive. Like just think about that. And you know, it's not about like who has the newest sleeping bag or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's totally not about that at all. And like, I always recommend trying to go with people that have been backpacking, but like backpacking, is and I try to give people all the resources that they need to so that you can at least go into the backcountry feeling more confident like at least you can have that you're not going to know what to expect it's all going to be crazy and new and exciting and scary but like 
if you kind of have a little more inner confidence that you have all the gear that you need and stuff like that will make it easier. But backpacking is one of those things that you, you learn as you do it. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course you want to have the gear that you need for survival and tell people where you're going and those types of things. But um, you'll kind of learn your own unique ways as you do it. And I, I certainly have, and you get upgrade your gear over time. Like I did a video on like, backpacking on a budget. And that's actually stuff that I want to do more on because it is tempting to go after like the latest and the greatest, coolest new gear, but there's always new gear and um, you don't need that to get started. When I started, I bought a backpack on clearance and I used a super old, big sleeping pad, like packed way too much stuff and just kind of pieced together my gear from like, I think I bought a used sleeping bag off of a friend. So yeah, like I'm definitely, you, you just kind of figure out as you go and do what you can in the beginning. Um, yeah. Sure. What are some of the, yeah, you've already touched on this, but just digging into more of like the tips that like, yeah, so you need certain things to survive. Like you need a sleeping bag because it can get cold and you need to like know how to store your food safely. Um, but yeah, what are like the top things that you think people don't know beforehand that you'd like to share? About backpacking? Yeah. Like you mentioned, okay. um, uh, tell someone where you go, you know, like why, yeah, why are yeah. those things important? <laughs> Yeah, like definitely telling someone where you're going and when you're expected to be back, someone that's not on your in your group. Um, that's an important one. And that will also give you a lot of peace of mind too, like knowing that someone back at home like knows when where you are, like if something were to happen, you know, like that just gives you, especially as a beginner, you just it's nice to know that. Um, and then one of the things that I always recommend to you is um, if you can try and hike with someone who has been backpacking. But um, if you do hike with a group, make sure that you know where you're going and and the route that you're taking and the destination and that you know how to navigate. Um, I see that a lot with beginners is they go out with others. And since they're new to it, they just kind of let everyone else plan things and just kind of go with the group. But if for some reason you guys got separated, it's just important to like know where you're going and how to get back. Those are two, two big ones that I always recommend. Um, and then making sure that you have like a water source is another important thing. So like hiking somewhere where there's a lake or a stream so that you can refill your water, Mm. stuff like that. That's all really important. Yeah. No, that's really helpful. There's, there's a lot to think about. It's a totally different life world out there. Yeah. And like though, yeah, there is like, but once you kind of do it a few times, it really becomes sort of normal. And, and now it's like, Oh, I can go backpacking. I'll just grab my stuff and go. Yeah. Uh, And I kind of have everything in one place in my apartment. And so it definitely gets easier. It's not always um, an overwhelming thing, but um, Oh, I guess another tip that I would have is like, plan you don't have to go like super deep into the backcountry when you're just starting out like just pick a destination that's just a few miles in so um yeah maybe don't attempt like a 16 mile hike or something um just keep it really simple and just go a few miles because it's it really doesn't matter I don't know something I've been thinking a little bit about lately is like it really doesn't matter how far you go but it's like 
more about what you notice. Like that's really what I think elevates the experience is like noticing the things in nature and the things around you. Um, sure. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and what are your goals for the future? So I want to continue. So I upload a new video on YouTube every single week. And so that's something that I'm really consistent with and it's a big priority. So just showing up weekly on YouTube with some good, valuable content and really building out that community there is really, really important to me. Um, and then in addition to that, this winter, I am planning to make a sort of dehydrator starter course for backpackers. Um, and so that's going to be a big project that I'm working on this winter. And just to kind of like we talked about earlier, teach people how to make their own backpacking food. And it, it's just for those people who love food and love cooking and baking and want to try that out for their backpacking trips. So that's coming. And then I would love to at some point do some sort of adventure retreats for women with like mm. hiking and fishing and yoga and just all that good stuff. Um, Ooh, I love so, that. That's a really good yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like the dream, like maybe somewhere here in Utah. Um, cause I love Utah so much. So yeah, there's just so many things that I'm really, really excited about with this community. And like every day I'm just so thankful and happy for everything that I get to share. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you have found this platform. I think it's really inspiring and super attainable for people who don't have any experience to get outside and start having those experiences um, and, and feeling confident about it. It's just, it's awesome. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on and asking me these questions. And I just love to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Where can people find you too? So, like social media website. Uh, yeah. Oh, so I am, my blog is amandaoutside.com and I'm really active on that. And then also YouTube, if you just type in Amanda Outside, you can find me there. And those are the two platforms that I'm really, really like, yeah, active on. And I respond to like every comment and I just love those communities. And then I'm also on Instagram at Amanda Outside and I post like behind the scenes stuff there and just pictures from my trips and some random thoughts that I have. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm also on Pinterest at Amanda Outside. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'll make sure to link that over in the show notes so everyone knows where to find you. And I'm excited to see where you go with this. I look forward to further learning about how I can live and go outside more often here in Colorado <laughs> through your blog. So... Yeah, looking forward to that for sure. Woo, thanks for listening all the way through. And that tells me that you like this episode. I know, right? Amanda's awesome. It was so cool to hear how Amanda Outside came to be. And I know if you're any at all interested in outdoor adventures, you're going to love her YouTube channel. I'm just going to read through some of the things she has on there. Okay. Backcountry coffee, four ways to make it. Um, what she eats in a backpacking trip and what you could do to make cheap and easy meals and bring them with you. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. Five benefits of time in nature. So she covers mindfulness as well. Fire starters for camping. 
desert backpacking clothes, simple breakfast tacos. So she has recipes as well. Five ways to stay warm. Oh my gosh, I need to listen to that one or watch that one rather. Seven tips for beginning backpackers. And then if you scroll down through her feed, you'll find great morning yoga flows, legs and booty yoga flows, a five-minute mindful breathing exercise, and even meditation. So head on over to Amanda Outside, subscribe, check her out on Pinterest and Instagram, and I know it's going to bring value to your life. So thanks so much, Amanda. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you guys next time.